0: You're listening to episode 8 of It's Time We Spoke, a podcast made for fellow sojourners of this broken yet beautiful world. In hopes of sharing each other's burdens, I extend an arm of love from my heart to yours. I'm Rashmi. Welcome to the show.
1: Loving, hoping, life's a wonderful creation Feeling, parts are broken, mixed emotions up to fly Tossing, turning, whirling, wondering if you make it through Hold on, just a moment, maybe I can get to you
0: It's time we spoke I can't believe this is the 8th episode on the podcast already. Uh, I remember keeping a score in mind for completing one season of this show with 8 episodes uh, when I began. And now we are finally at that mark. I wouldn't have had the motivation to keep bringing out content had it not been for you guys, my dear, dear listeners, who take the time from your schedules to tune in and listen to an entire episode and also pass your valuable feedback to me. So thank you all for the encouragement. I really appreciate it. So on this last episode of the first season, I'm going to be talking about some wrong coping mechanisms that we often use when we are stressed and also uh, some suggestions of healthy coping strategies for you all to try out. Like I mentioned in my previous episode, stress is just a natural indication the mind gives the body when there is a perceived emotional, physical or mental threat to us. And the immediate type of response would either be flight, fight or freeze. And all of us do this. But some of us who have experienced abuse in childhood or neglect from parents during the early nurturing years, develop a whole lot of unhealthy ways to cope with the stress. Let's hear a few of them. The first one is food. Increasing the dosage of our intake of snacks or sweets to help numb our pain is definitely the first on my list. The food by itself doesn't help the stress, but we forcefully try to pay attention to the taste of what we are eating and the sensations uh, it produces in our body instead of allowing our body to feel the pain caused by the stress. The second thing is isolation. Going into our own cocoon for a few days or weeks and blocking all forms of communication with anyone else. Sometimes a bit of solace will do us good, but when we are in a mental crisis, that is the time to go closer to others who can help us and not isolate ourselves. Number three, codependency. As much as isolating is harmful during this time, it is equally harmful if we turn to wrong relationships or overly cling to the ones we have and have no boundaries for emotional, physical, or financial dependence on them. Number four, addictions. In order to fill the void inside our hearts, we turn to excessive use of alcohol, drugs, sex, or any form of entertainment, be it movies or series, or simply spending hours and hours on social media with no sense of time. Anything that will allow us to escape our current situation, numb out feelings, and experience temporary excitement or highs. Number five, poor self care. Basic things like sleeping, eating, taking a bath gets shaken up when a person is in mental stress and they begin neglecting these bare minimal aspects of self-care for days and weeks and sometimes longer. Now that we've seen a few wrong ways we deal with stress, let's uh, listen to a few healthy coping strategies we can use the next time we find ourselves in the middle of a mental breakdown. There are many you can try these are just a few that have personally helped me over the past few years the first one is journaling taking a notebook a piece of paper or even an online private document that you can use to just pour out your thoughts onto it's an instrument to dump it all out without thinking until you sense the anxiety pass by number two talk it out Ring up, meet up or just chat with one of your safe people. Having someone to listen to your struggle gives you some peace. If you are unsure about who your safe person is, check out episode 6. Now what happens if you are in a season of your life when you don't have any safe people around you? Don't lose heart. There are plenty of support groups online that you can be part of for the type of stress you are experiencing and that group can become a safe place for you to vent to ask for advice and also to seek encouragement from others walking in the same path as you. Number 3. Read or watch something uplifting It could either be a video about what you are going through or a feel-good film. Animations almost always help me, but you can choose a genre of your choice. But remember, there is content out there that can also trigger you deeper into despair, so please stay clear from them. For example, if you are experiencing loneliness and abandonment after a heartbreak, watching a romantic love story is only going to increase your feelings of sadness and despair. Number 4. Move It doesn't have to be extensive workouts but just a walk around your block or simply playing an upbeat song and dancing to it in your living room will kick up some endorphins and elevate your mood. Number 5. Create Write poetry, compose a song, do art and craft, learn a new language, try some brush lettering, anything that engages your left brain. You don't have to be a really creative person to create something. You can look at DIYs online and just try and replicate it in your own way. It's the process of using your mind and hands together that takes you back to a childlike state, engaging in playtime. It will help you process your pain a little better. Number 6. Connect with God You can do any of the above and think of God to connect with Him. But more specifically, reading a few verses from the Bible, especially the book of Psalms, or spending some time in prayer, crying out to the Almighty Creator who knows you better than anyone else in this world. You can also listen to some worship music that will help you relate to God better and ease your emotional burden. Reaching out to another trusted believer and asking them to pray for you is also another way you can be in God's presence. Reading God's promises from the Bible is also a great reassurance of our eternal hope in Christ during times of distress. If you have not yet started a relationship with Jesus, then I urge you to seek Him. The Bible says that if you seek God with all your heart, you will find Him. So I hope you have a slightly better understanding of what you are doing wrong and also gain some insight on what you might try out the next time you are in the middle of a mental crisis. That brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, The song I have for you today is one of my personal favourites. It speaks of how divided we feel uh, when we are in a dark pit. But instead of focusing on what we feel, the song reminds us to focus on what God says about us. It's a beautiful song and I hope it encourages you too. Here goes.
1: Am I more than just the sum of every high and every low? Remind me once again just who I am because I need to
2: know. Oh, you say I am loved when I can't feel a thing strong when I think I am weak you say I am held when I
1: The only thing that matters now is everything you think of me. In you I find my worth, in you I find my identity.
2: Oh, you say I am loved when I. I am strong when I think I am weak You say I am held
0: Thank you so much for supporting me and listening to today's podcast Uh, this brings us to the end of this season of the show i enjoyed recording each and every episode and i hope to continue doing the same with season two i would love to uh, hear from you guys so please reach out to me either on email at rashmivijayanofficial at gmail.com or you can come join me for a conversation on my instagram handle it's time we spoke It would be amazing if you could follow me on social media so that you are up to date on when I will be dropping season 2. Hopefully soon. It's time we give our ears and really listen to how our body relates to the stress of our mind. It's time we spoke.